That looked like a lot of memes. Those are good memes. This year was just memes. Thoughtful banter. Sometimes thoughtful. Mostly banter. All the memes. Warning, this podcast episode covers some potentially sensitive subject material. If you suffer from depression or someone you love suffers from depression, please know that before listening to this, we are only stating our personal opinions and we don't take our own opinions too seriously, so you shouldn't either. Um, We're just here to provide some discourse and open up some conversation. We're not here to die on this hill with our opinions. We're just here to talk and have some maybe thoughtful banter, inshallah. So please, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you don't enjoy it, that's fine. Let us know in the comment section below why you don't, and maybe we can start some healthy discourse. Yo, yo, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Thoughtful Banter Podcast. Are we on episode eight right now? We are on episode eight. Yep, episode eight. Wow, subhanAllah. I'm your host, Matthew, along here with my co-host, Hussein. Yes, sir. Um, wow, the support's been tremendous. Thank you guys so much. Quickly, I want to say this episode is sponsored by us. Uh, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash thoughtfulbanter, and you can check out ex- exclusive content. We actually just now finished recording some exclusive content, so you guys want to hear about like um, us being married recently. Not us two getting married. Well, I don't know why I phrase it like that. Uh, the fact that like we both got married recently and uh just our thoughts about marriage and some general life advice um you know our personal keys and advice for getting married go check that out and if you just want to hear us talk about whatever go check out the patreon as well it is the best way to support us because we keep getting messages guys how how can we support the podcast i'm telling you right now the best way is patreon so please go check that out now in today's episode we're kind of taking a turn we're kind of uh, going over like edgy territory um, territory where people might um, be, be offended people we even some people we care about be offended uh, that's not our intentions but you know we can't control other people's reactions as well so ultimately I'm not too pressed about hurting people's feelings just know my intentions um, is depression real bro I mean I think it's more just uh, before we hop into this it's it's a yes or no question, bro. Listen, I'm not even like discussing the subject. I'm discussing what you said about feelings. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, we're open to. This is not like something. At least me personally have like an opinion in which I cannot be moved on. Like I'm certainly willing, to, like open to discussion. And again, this is not really to offend anybody. This is just to offer maybe. A, I'm hard minded, bro. Uh, a different perspective about these type of things. So is depression real? Yes. Depression, depression not real no nah, depression real um <laughs> that's just me kind of being what's it called tongue-in-cheek is that the is that the phrase i don't know i don't know what that means uh okay you're gonna disrespect me like <laughs> depression is obviously real all right um but i think a lot of times we get caught up in our in our culture today around depression which i personally believe to be almost completely toxic and idiotic. Hmm. Can they hear that? I have no idea. I don't think they should be able to. Yeah, I don't think so. You should just mute your computer just in case. Um, completely idiotic. Like, what I mean by that, like, look at the show 13 Reasons Why. I personally feel like it, per- it perfectly exemplifies, and it is exaggerated, it is Hollywood, but I do think it, it exemplifies our current culture today around mental health. And it talks about a lot of different things at the same time. But if you guys haven't watched the show, Essentially, the show's about a girl 
spoiler alert, she kills herself. And the whole show is about why it's everyone else's fault. Yeah. So she she makes like a 13 tapes and each tape is for a specific person. Um, and it gives a specific reason for why she killed herself. Yeah. And like a lot of the tapes were honestly just really stupid reasons. Like one of the tapes was I was bullied in poetry class when I talked about my sensual poetry and people yeah. roasted me. You know, like she could have wrote one tape or recorded one tape and sent it to the cops and her life would have been different. <laughs> one tape i don't know why she'd be laughing on this episode but anyway i mean like it, it i think it's funny because mm. it's like 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 kids are watching this show yeah and, th- and that's not a laughing matter kids are watching this and kids are very impressionable especially nowadays with social like we we, we i don't want to like sound like every single podcaster ever but we all know that mental health issues are highest they've ever been in our recorded history of mental especially health. Like since the pandemic started a year ago, yeah. everyone's been very isolated inside their houses, especially people with like elderly parents, yeah. like so who are even now kind of, I guess, I guess once more people start getting vac- vaccinated, maybe they'll come out. But especially people with older parents, elderly mm-hmm. parents, people at risk, you know, they've been in the house for a long time now and they've had nothing but their own thoughts. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, ment- I mean, we're just getting a better understanding. So like, uh, listen, my, my point here is not to get on the podcast. And to talk about why people are depressed, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a scientist, and I know I'm always talking about Joe Rogan, but there is a great Joe Rogan episode about this, where he brings on this guy who's a scientist and like wrote a book about depression and many misconceptions we have about it. I think if you just look up Joe Rogan depression episode on YouTube, it should come up really quickly. Um, but I, I am here to say what I am here to say is that we know mental illness is is a thing. I don't, I'm not here to prove that. But I'm saying the way we are addressing it, I think it's just so stupid and so long term, potentially it it can have the exact opposite impact that it's supposed to be having. Yeah, so how do you think we're addressing it just to get a little bit more specific? I think we are addressing mental mental illness, especially like I think specifically depression. I don't know about other stuff. Um, depression and anxiety, maybe yeah, and anxiety. I think we address depression and anxiety by number one thinking that normalizing it fixes it. Mm-hmm. So you see everyone like the, the, what do you see on Twitter right now? People just tweet depressing things like it's cool. Uh-huh. It's no longer, I need help. This is not a cry for help. It's like, I'm just raw dog in this depression. <laughs> I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of posts like that. It's like no meds, no nothing. Yeah. You no know, stress. I'm just raw dog. In this de- I'm out here God, raw dog in this what depression. A, what a saying. Uh, (laughs) 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 like people people just like another day haven't killed myself yet like really Mm. depressing things and people like liking this tweet Mm. i'm like do you need help bro why are you tweeting this why is this on my timeline you good g you're not depressed bro you want attention or like other people talk about anxiety and it's like this one is really weird for me people talk about social anxiety like haven't left the house all week because my social anxiety. You're tweeting this. Why? Do you want help? No, like serious. Like I'm not roasting. Do you want help? Mm-hmm. Is anyone hitting you up? Is tweeting? Do you really think tweeting about this to your public social media for all your followers to see is the best way to ask for help? Yeah. Are you not like? Do you not have any friend you can DM? Hey, bro, I have social anxiety. I need some help. I need some help. 
getting out the house. Why are you stuff. tweeting it? Why are you putting it in your Instagram story? And I know someone's gonna be like, because that's, yeah, I'm just down bad. I don't, I don't, I'm okay. That I don't buy. Mm-hmm. That I don't buy. I what I believe it is when people do stuff like that without talking to anyone else personally first. I think that is somehow people like. The, People want a place to belong and people want to feel included and people want to feel like they matter. And because they see that there is this big online movement that is trying to raise awareness about depression and anxiety, that they're just using that. Mm. To find their place to belong. To find their place. Because I think truth is people are sad. Like, I, yeah. I guess that all the time. Mm-hmm. I get anxious sometimes. I, don't really, eh, I hardly get anxious. But, you know, these are re- emotions I relate to. And it's... It can, I can I can understand how people will hang on to that one emotion because there is an entire group of people who are there to validate you whenever you're hanging on to it. I mean, it's kind of like what you talked about identifying with your sin. Not I'm not saying that being anxious is a sin, but it's kind of that same that same vein. I, the identity aspect. Yeah, the, identi- the identifying with that thing. You well, can, can you explain more what you mean by that? You just said it. You're, like, you identify what? with being anxious, and you have a whole community of people who are supporting you, and you're like who will then support you in your anxiety. Uh huh. Yeah. And like that, like that identity is powerful, like because people just need identities, especially nowadays, especially like where we live today. Like this is not what the world was 200 years ago. Organized religion is becoming like more and more unpopular, mm. and people are finding other ways to have groups because that's all as, as humans that's like one of the most important things to us is to be in another group of humans it makes yeah. us feel safe people hold on to that you see people do this with veganism you know like all these different veganism atheism all these different isms people basically yeah trying to find identity. i i know someone personally who's basically trying to find identity through everything but the thing that they have easy access to which is islam but let's not <laughs> i mean yeah like i mean i mean th- that's what i'm saying and i think like this is destructive right like really like look at the long-term implications your identity is being depressed your identity is being anxious is mm. having mental health issues that's not cool yeah and i know like this is triggering because someone's like i never said it's cool i never asked for these problems i i get that i'm not saying you consciously made that decision, number one. Number two, I'm not saying this is you, so calm down. But I am saying that the way we're addressing mental health issues online is just pretty ineffective. Just like the the online social media culture around it, maybe, right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah, like this this culture of just talking about and normalizing it. Like, it's no, it's not, it's not normal or okay. Mm-hmm. Like it should be fixed. It should be fixed. It's not. It's not that it should be accepted. Like you know, like you know, you know what I see. I see way more memes about depression, way more tweets about talking about depression than people like talking about ways to fix depression. And at the same time, though, I think naturally we as human beings, and especially with the advent of memes, especially mm-hmm. like in this generation, I'd say so. Gener- generation Z, um we very much cope with humor yeah that's like that's something true. that's something we do a lot i've I've, uh, I've definitely coped with depression through many a depressing depressing memes cope with memes <laughs> you know yeah like world war three or whatever when that when that meme was happening when, when they started recruiting me and my boys last year like the, the twitter was just filled with memes 
like laughing about <laughs> a war <laughs> potential <laughs> I mean, devastation I don't think, I don't of everyone like world war III, i didn't think world war three was gonna happen but there were legitimately people i'm sure there were legitimately people who thought that was a possibility and I were still did. laughing at memes on the internet i, I was and making memes. <laughs> I, was. I didn't make any but i was laughing uh-huh. and i and i thought it was a possibility so i get what you're saying but then i also kind of think that I don't know. It's natural. I'd say my bigger issue with depression is kind of, and this isn't something that's like maybe stated a lot of times, but at least in the non-professional world, because as far as I know, I've dealt with, I've gone to therapy. Like I'm just going to be candid. I've gone to therapy. I've gone to different therapists about, I don't know if it was depression. Maybe mm-hmm. it was depression. I don't know. I wasn't like diagnosed. You just need help. But I talked to people about yeah. this kind of stuff. And from a prepa- from a professional aspect, as far as what I learned from those people, this is not even what's practiced in like therapy or like this was practiced by therapists. But from people, I guess from people outside of that, um, in an effort to make the person who is feeling depression and who is depressed feel better, they kind of absolve them of any responsibility in the actions that they take. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, this person is being an absolute a hole. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. They're depressed. Mm. You know, this person is doing this and this person has no friends and has no one to talk to about the depression because they're being an absolute a-hole. But, you know, it's okay. They're depressed. And I see. You're saying this is what like non-professional people do, like the general public. And so this is more, I guess, maybe the meme Twitter sphere. (laughs) Just do the social media. Girls and guys is people where where we support um, people who are feeling depressed, even in their bad actions so much that we absolve them of any responsibility and so we never get the problem solved i see so i guess you're i guess what it sounds like correct me if i'm wrong first of all that's courageous of you to talk about that and i think most people like you know should should do that exactly Mm -hmm. if if you're like going through something in your life i don't know what it is but bro like go get some therapy yeah i've had therapy i think everyone should at some point like and people try to avoid therapy red flag red flag like what you gotta hide bro try some therapy like at least try it but um you're saying correct me if i'm wrong that basically this is something that's kind of a like educational uh issue like like that like a gap so basically yeah. the general public is trying yeah just trying to be empathetic mm-hmm. and i think that will solve the problem i understand that i think like that's that's what like i guess good people try to do i get the desire to but yeah. like also, when you realize something's not working, you got to change up. Like I, I was yeah. when I was going through my bout of depression, I was acting out. And my mom was like, yo, you're being an a-hole to everyone around you. Mm. Go, get, Let's get you some help. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, no, you know, he's feeling really bad about X, Y, Z. So, you know, he's that's OK. That's OK. Because he's being true to himself. He'll get like he'll he'll, he'll be able to get through it if he's able to just express mm. himself naturally. Mm. Like this is not how it works and again in the world of therapy and therapists this is not something that's practiced you're still supposed to be held to like a standard of responsibility yeah this is this word responsibility is is what we're missing and i'm not trying to sound like jordan peterson out here i know like this can get like lost in the lost in the sauce and by no means like am i I trying to say that like people are always 100 percent responsible for everything that that's wrong but at the same time 
you have a responsibility mm. to act a certain way, to be a certain way, to make your life as good as it can be. You know, like depression is something that seriously holds people back. Like it, it, it's you know, depression is weird. And I'm I'm no by no means an expert, but from what I've read about it and I've seen in myself and other people, depression acts up in many different ways. It's not just someone like people we always jump suicide. No. People like would just not push themselves in life. Mm. You know, maybe maybe they're just unhappy in a relationship or they're just like not they're just in the same career, same position forever, never excelling, never investing more time in themselves. There's a lot of different ways depression can hold us back. But the first step is like, dog, get some like legit help. Mm-hmm. You know, like stop going like to these like things that make you feel better because you're depressed. It's okay to be depressed when life sucks. Like these like these rainy Tumblr post kind of imagery of, of depression. It's not cool. Mm. don't let yourself think it's cool yeah like this is seriously a problem yeah again don't it's like normal. identify with it yeah <laughs> and it's normal that doesn't mean it's okay though mm. it, like like obesity is normal now in america it's still certainly a problem but you see like that thing with obesity now you see people like obese models trying to be like look how beautiful and fat i am if except my fatness is beautiful right because they're trying to normalize uh-huh. what they feel and be like this is okay because i feel like this no, it's not. Maybe, okay, you being beautiful beautiful or not, that might be slightly subjective. You sure as hell ain't healthy. And maybe the runway model isn't healthy either, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> the, <Yeah>. point, <laughs> the point is, I'm getting lost in the sauce as I always do. The point is, bro, get some professional help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also, like, I guess, I've seen some people have bouts of sadness. Mm-hmm. And then again, kind of because it's like the end thing to do. Be like, oh, I'm I'm depressed. You know, oh, I need I need meds because I can't because I'm so sad all the time. Like bouts of sadness, like just like so like prolonged periods of just being sad. Not even necessarily pro. I mean, if the term depends on your definition of prolonged, but maybe I'm sad for like a week. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe I'm sad for a week, and it's like, oh, I've never felt this before. I'm depressed. I need medication. This is the only thing that can help me. Like, yeah. I've seen this happen before. You have? Yeah. Wow. And this is not something that necessarily needs to be done. I think if people were just in general more reflective, it'd be kind of easier to point out the source of these things. Mm-hmm. Journaling. And, le- and less people yeah. would be depressed and less people would need meds for the depression. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of things too. Like, I, I dive into this because. I, I don't like to say I've suffered from depression because, again, like, I, I feel like for me it's always been bouts of sadness. I don't know. I honestly don't care that much either. Mm-hmm. I just care about fixing the problem. The problem is this feeling is preventing me from being my best self. Um, but I've done lots of research into this, and, and I do see, like, you know, like, some some there are some things that are just, like, physical habits that change immediately how we feel. Like, if you eat crap, you're going to feel like crap. Mm-hmm. If you don't get enough sunlight, don't get enough vitamin D, you're going to feel bad. If you don't exercise... You're not going to feel like your best self. Like simple things like that. Like like you take like a standard dude and we're all like we're in COVID. We spend all of our time at home looking at screens. You think you're going to feel like your best self, bro? I will also say that sometimes, actually a lot of times, mm-hmm. I'd argue most of the time even, there is a spiritual aspect to the things that we're feeling. SubhanAllah. I love, I love when you go going like right where I'm about to go. Bro. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, yeah. if, you're, if you're regularly sinning mm-hmm. or like regularly, yeah, like just not cultivating, actively trying to cultivate your relationship with God, you will feel worse because of it. 
And you might be like, yo, what is going on? You know, if you don't have that awareness of the things that you're doing consistently, even small things. Mm. Like if, if you're like a white liar all the time, you know, mm. you're just like little small lies here and there all the time. Mm-hmm. This stuff will start to affect your spirituality, which will then start to affect your mental health. And you won't even have, a, you won't even be aware of why. Yeah, you know? I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've experienced it firsthand. And so, and I guess a lot, because it's like the cringy thing to do, like, oh, you know, anything can be solved with religion. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, this can be taken to ex- an extreme where people are like, um, you know, how pray, can you be depressed when you believe in God? Pray your depression away. Yeah. How can you be depressed when you believe yeah. in God? Stuff like that. And so this can be taken to an extreme. But I'm saying that if we are maybe pay a little bit more attention to the things that we do, the way that we are on normal days and every day, we'll be able to notice those changes in us. And we'll be able to, again, find the root cause. And sometimes it really is as simple as I wasn't praying when I need to be praying. I actually, when I was, um, I don't know if I should say this. I'll say it. <clears throat> Cancel alert. No, just when I was younger, when I was when I was still trying to find myself, uh, like find out if Islam was for me, find out if this was really my religion. I was like, I was not sold on praying, and I was like, bro, why, why am I praying, bro? This is a drag. Um, <laughs> and ever since I conducted this experiment on, on myself, I knew, like, you know what, bro? The praying works. I don't know why, but I did an experiment where for a period of time, I didn't mix a lot. I was like, I was like young. Um, I just didn't do it. I don't know how long I did it, but I know I did it long enough where I was like, I'm depressed. And I just remember thinking, yeah, you haven't been praying stupid. Yeah. And I got back to this a lot mm-hmm. and I immediately felt better. Now you can say that's placebo. Maybe it is. doesn't mean it's wrong. Number one. Uh, number two, again, like Hussein just now said, um, we're not saying that every single de- like your depression is always solved by religion. We're not even saying religion says that. Like we know that this dunya is a testing ground. Maybe your test is to get a hold of your depression. Mm-hmm. Maybe God wants you to go get that. Go go see a therapist. Right. I mean, as Muslims, whenever we have cancer, how many people do you see going to the sheikh versus going to the doctor? Yeah, we, we understand <laughs> you should go to this to to the doctor. Right, like so, we're not saying that. I guess sometimes people get it misconstrued because depression, like the, the psyche, seems abstract. Like it was in mm. your mind, so it's the same thing as spirituality. I'm sure the two are connected, but they also are different things. Yeah, yeah. But I know even now, sometimes I'll just feel extremely lazy. Like, and that's that's one way like depression manifests a lot. You know, Laziness. I just feel extremely lazy. Mm. Don't want to do anything. Just want to lay in bed all day. Yeah, and. I, I'll get up and get work done, some work done, not as much as I should, you know, and I'll feel this. I'll feel this like this sluggishness, this lethargy. Mm. I just won't want to do anything. And then I'll think and I'll be like, you know, why am I feeling this way? Because this Mm. is not how I normally feel. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, you know, I haven't really been feeling, um, you know, on top of my wajibat. You know, I I Mm. haven't I haven't been as good as I, I, Mm. I might. I say I might should. <laughs> I haven't been as yeah. good as I should be. I know what you, you mean. Know? And That's sometimes so related. And all it ta- sometimes all it takes is correcting that, and then immediately I'll feel better. Mm. You, bro. Oh, I don't care. People are like you're saying guys are so religious and cringy, bro. 
this is this is our experience right like i know what you mean it's like it's like um it really feels like the shape like shaitan like the devil's on you bro like like mm. this glue like 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 slowing down your movements like you're playing call of Duty, you get hit like a stun grenade like you're moving slowly but like really as soon as you like put that you get you get on your wudu you make your intentions like i'm gonna make so i gotta pray i don't mm. care how i feel right now i know i need to pray i swear you feel different and it might not hit immediately maybe i'll hit in salat maybe like six hours later a day later you're doing it consistently you're like huh i i I have this weight gone i have this like more more clarity yeah i mean your your fitra is like we know that's real so obviously when you when you have something in you that's naturally inclined towards god when you take it away from that you're gonna feel like at least if your fitra is like in good shape yeah (laughs) Yeah. you're gonna feel that that loss you know it always like it, it makes me just think about like kind of like computers like you know bro like you, you you need an update you know like your computer not acting right like bro your windows your bottom right hand corner like windows 10 needs update like update your update your machine bro get synchronized and i will say sometimes it, it could even be you're doing too much religious stuff you know yeah that could also talk, be talk more about that that could also fire. be the case you know if i'm doing so like, how, how can more I, I, i'll ask you this as an audience like that sounds super crazy. What do you mean? Why would doing more religious things make me feel worse? I don't. Shouldn't have... I get closer? Shouldn't I feel better? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have like a. I'm not a. Again, I'm not a scholar. I don't have like a super scholarly religious answer to give mm-hmm. you. I just know that sometimes you're just not ready. You know, if I could too much again, if I could equate it to weightlifting, which is something we do I was a lot. Just about to say <laughs> we do lift. <laughs> <laughs> if you go in the gym, nice flex, and yeah. you and you put three plates on a deadlift, and you bust out one rep, like, but you are grinding on that yeah. rep, grinding on that. No, rep. N- nothing else left in the gym. And then for the next seven days, five seven days, you can't touch a barbell because you just drained yourself from that. Yeah, like that's a that's a real thing, and that can happen with our spirituality as well. Yeah, you and know, if you're waking up for salat al every night and you're doing all the like nafila prayers in between, you might just not be ready for that, and you might have to work up to it, and that might burn you out. Yeah, and it's burnout is real, and I love that example of lifting weights. Because I, I felt yeah, I felt that in the gym and I felt that spiritually. Mm. I remember I had a friend. Uh, we set like a goal. We're going to do like Salat Aleh with each other every night. I th- maybe got like a weekend and then it just fell off. And then and then because I didn't like – because I thought what I was doing was smart, I didn't see what I was doing was wrong. But then I burnt out so hard that that ended up in, impacting like me even doing my wajibah. Exactly. Like oh, I'm so burnt out from this. It's just like a gym routine, mm. you know, and like that's why it's like, dude, you can't train too hard. And this reminds me of the hadith, one of my favorite ones, because it's just so simple and there's so much knowledge in there that I don't even fully comprehend. But um, I believe it's by Rasulullah, peace be upon him. And it says something like uh, a small good deed done consistently is better than a large good deed done sporadically. Mm. I'm like, why is that? Because programming consistency is important. Why do we not treat our deen like other things in life that are important? Yeah, yeah. Like we we tr- like we treat like like an like an art, a craft, like martial arts, anything we take seriously, we program in our lives. Mm-hmm. We create systems around 
James so. Clear again. Let's go, baby. I mean, we were talking about this <laughs> on another on another video we made, but like actually that video is on our uh, Patreon right now. If you guys can go check it out, patreon.com forward slash thoughtful bench if you want to check that out. We're talking about page we're talking about uh James Clear and uh creating new habits and systems for success. Yeah, I completely forgot what my, <laughs> my bad. thought was, but I, I had to go in with a plug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I think I was saying I don't remember. You're, you're talking about systems. Like whenever we have these important things, we always create systems. But with spirituality, what do we do? Oh yeah, we act like it's something completely different. Yeah, we, I, like it's this, just natural. This is, and systems require doing things when you don't feel like doing. Them. That's why there's a system. You know. Like you're supposed to fall back on the system when you don't feel like doing it, you yeah. know. Anyways, I mean, back. is that what you're saying? No, I was just gonna loop it back around to uh, depression. Um, yeah, I mean, I just want to say like the thing about systems and like spiritualities, like we kind of see that in the Islamic calendar. You, you see what I'm saying? Shaban, Rajab. Everything you know, is leading up to Ramadan. Mm. Like, <laughs> I just realized. That's amazing, bro. Or even like our spirituality seems to be programmed like like a workout. And I know like it's not. Hussein looks shook right now. I know this old video. Hussein's like pondering hard. I, I think I just realized that. And, like, I shouldn't have because you, you hear it, right? Like, take Shaban importantly. This is the time we're preparing like for. The, like, Rajab is, like, the beginning of, like, the spiritual season. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, like, we like, we always say, like, it's, like, every month is, it's like, preparing for the next month. And, you guys, I mean, if anyone here is lifting, wait. And you, like, you take it seriously. Look at your workout programs. Workout programs that are done well are strategically organized. You don't just start lifting five by five for every month mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. No, you're, you're building up. What's your goal? Okay. If you're leading up to a one rep max. How's your routine start off six months beforehand? You're building up to that point. Um, it's just something to think about because we think like, you know, spirituality, like getting close to God. Oh, it's just going to happen naturally. Feeling good, not being depressed. Just going to happen naturally. No, these things take work. Yeah. This is a, this is a, this is a thing about the dunya. And I was actually recently listening to a, a lecture by Sayyid Asad Jafri, uh, my way to work today. He was just talking about like, bro, like there's a, uh, a story of uh like this man talking to Imam Ali Islam and he's just always complaining. It's like mm-hmm. and the Imam and he complains to the Imam for like a couple of hours and the Imam is like, I'll, I'll make dua for you. And the man comes back the next day, he's like, Imam like my problems are still here and like they're worse. I got this new job. And uh, you know, uh Said was making like a really great point, like, you know, like we, we stay complaining about like this dunya like it matters. <laughs> like like this is like our resting ground like we're not like like we're being so and totally ungrateful like we we need to get like a bird's eye view mm. sometimes of this life yeah like we forget this is not where we permanently reside that's really hard to get a hold of but like that's part of the reason like our problems like i don't know man. i'm not trying to get like too mega deep i'm just like you know long like just think about anything and I know this is obnoxious. If you're depressed, you first of all, you probably stop listening. <laughs> I don't blame you. This preachy guy talking in your ear, not understand what you're going through. And I'm not saying your problems aren't real. But what I'm saying is, dog, like there's a big picture mm-hmm. in mind. And it's not to say your problem isn't real. Fixing your problem might be the purpose, right? 
but is that this one thing you're going through or these things you're going through, they aren't permanent, mm-hmm. period. They're yeah. not permanent. These things are not your entire even they, – they might not even be permanent in this life. And if they're permanent in this life, they won't be there the next life. Yeah. So what are we stressing over? Yeah. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. Yeah, I got nothing else to say. <laughs> you can wrap it up whenever. That's not really out of it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like stretch this out a little bit. You got 30 minutes. I don't know if people hate on me. That sounds good right now. I'm trying to think of like one more thing we can, we can link you back to. Yeah? <clears throat> so I'm not saying depression is fake. What we are saying is, you know, number one, go, go to a therapist. You know, and create a system in your life that the focus of it creates happiness and success. Also, I'd say uh, create, make sure you build in periods in your life where you are in your day, where you are reflective Mm. about the things you did and how those things made you feel and affected you. Journaling. (laughs) I know Matt keeps on bringing up journaling, but recently I know I myself have gotten into that and I realize one, I see like small changes day to day and two it really allows for that like moment of reflection um you really just po- sit there and ponder about the things that happen it to forces you. it it's a system yeah and i've actually thank you for reminding me i've been uh slacking with journaling lately have yeah. we done it like in two days in a row three days mm. slacking alert gotta get back on my journaling grind <sighs> but it's like you know it it's it's I'm I'm always hesitant to talk about this because it's like it's taboo in the Muslim community. On one hand, I'm not trying to like decrease progress because it's been so we've only just gotten to the point where we have like these Muslim therapists mm-hmm. who are trying to service the community and like we're talking about it and like that's a good thing. Like I'm not I'm not against that. That's a good thing. We needed that. For too long people have been depressed coming to scholars and scholars say, Bro, you you believe in God, bro? <laughs> <laughs> how can you be depressed if you I believe mean, in god yeah like like we i i acknowledge that it's not a joke to me um but just keep in mind what i'm trying to say please don't please don't take it out of the context don't don't hear this and be like bro i don't like what you say about depression bro people, people be hitting me up us both uh, both of us up when we say something in the podcast like bro why did you say that, bro? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's what I think. Because it's what I think, bro. Like, I don't know what you want from me. It's like, it's not personal. Like, don't don't be hurt. Man. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Please hit up our Patreon. That is the best way to support us. We also have a wish list. Um, but the best way to consistently support us is to subscribe to our Patreon. Inshallah, we see you guys there. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We are out. <laughs> that looks like a lot of memes. Those are good memes. This year was just memes. Thoughtful banter. Sometimes thoughtful. Mostly banter. All the memes.